Hello, everybody, and happy March Madness. This is episode 34, Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron, baby. What's up, Baron? You know who this is, right? Who is it? This is Boogie, baby. Oh, what's up, Boogie? What's going on, my friend? I'm good. As all of you know, I'm the Baron. It is our favorite time of the year. March Madness is upon us, Boogs. We got the conference tournaments going this entire week. We got a few more days to Selection Sunday. I can't wait to go over all the games and all the craziness that's been happening. Hell yeah, this shit's been crazy. I can't wait for the rest of the week to finish up. We have a lot of upsets to talk about. We got a lot of games still to go, but this action is just crazy. Why is that? It's March Madness. March Madness, baby. It's the new norm. We've got a lot to talk about. A lot's happened in the last couple of days in regards to these conference tournaments. Before we dive into that, though, I want to go over the 11 automatic qualifiers that have qualified for March Madness already up to this point. We have... Liberty out of the Atlantic Sun, Moorhead State out of the Ohio Valley, Winthrop out of the Big South, Loyola Chicago out of the Missouri Valley. We have Appalachian State, a shocker there. They were the four seed in that tournament. Out of the Sun Belt. Running through that, uh, four games in four days to win the Sun Belt. Appalachian State, first tournament appearance since the year 2000. Amazing, right? UNC Greensboro, familiar participant out of the Southern Conference. They win that. The Drexel Dragons, first appearance since 1996. Gotta give a shout out to Drexel. Drexel out of the Colonial Cleveland State. The last three times Cleveland State's gotten the tournament, they have an upset uh, a team that they played. So okay. shout out to Cleveland State, the Vikings, the uh, Mount St. Mary's, the Mount out of the Northeast. Out of the Northeast. Oral Bob, a.k.a. Oral Roberts, out of the Summit League, had a 25-point lead at halftime. The North wow. Dakota State almost blew it, but they squeaked it out. Oral Roberts, another four seed. A lot of non-one seeds on this group. Uh, and then, obviously, Gonzaga with their win against BYU a couple of nights ago. And that was a crazy game right there. They that were was. down, very scary. Yes. And all of a sudden, the number one team in the nation yes. just popping those threes and just coming back That's it. over BYU. As um, Gonzaga, the number one team in the country, undefeated, will be the number one overall seed in March Madness. You can take that to the bank. All these other 10 teams, though, Boogs, we've watched a lot of these teams play extensively um, with the way they play and the way they look. Do you have a team or two out of this list of 10 that you think maybe could get a win or two to make it to the second win uh, weekend and maybe even make a run at this thing? Absolutely. You know, my number one choice out of all these has got to be Got to be uh, Loyola Chicago. I was. I'd agree with that. Out of the Missouri Valley, they've been very scary good this last couple of years, and uh, with Sister Jean out there praying for them, we yeah. got them looking for possibly a Sweet Sixteen uh, invite. Uh, but not without any hard work, man. This team is awesome. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to defend. They got uh, a great uh, player and lineup out there. And I think that they got a lot of great uh, chances out there to be able to score a couple of upsets. They've done it before. The coach has gotten there before. They have Cameron Crutwig inside. He is the uh, the lone member left over from that Ramblers run a few years back. Um, So, yeah, I agree with you on Loyola. I look at at Liberty uh, as a team potentially. They finished the year at 21-5. and Yeah, they played in the Atlantic Sun. But I got to tell you, their defense has been great. They stifle you. They play very well. 
Um, and they've actually won uh, a game in this tournament the last couple of years that they've been in it. Mm-hmm. This yep. is the third straight trip for the for the Liberty uh, the Liberty team. So that that's huge there. I like Winthrop. Yeah, out of the Big South. Yeah, Winthrop out of the Big South. I mean, twenty two and one, twenty three and one. I believe they finished. Um, they they are a, also a familiar participant. And if I have to throw another uh, team out there, UNC Greensboro in their third straight March Madness, they got a senior guard named I, Isaiah. Miller and I gotta tell you what, whoever has him as their matchup, good luck. This kid has been tortured for years. Senior guard play, obviously gonna be critical in this tournament. You know, Liberty, Winthrop, Loyola, UNCG, just a few teams that we think may be able to make some sort of splash. Absolutely. And we've watched these teams play. And then what I like about it is they all play good defense. They all can score. They can definitely Um, score. Watch for some overs in these tournaments. Yeah. I mean, seed-wise, you know, you're probably looking at Loyola in that 8-9 range. And then UNCG um, and Liberty in that 12-13. And then Winthrop probably like a 14. So we'll see how they match up. we are going to be doing uh, two more podcasts prior to Selection Sunday, as well as one directly after uh, the next day to go through the actual bracket. Um, but those are the auto bids, so shout out to those 11 teams for already getting in. Shout out! Yeah, so I mean, we have 11 down bugs, and that means we have approximately 57 more to go. A lot of games um, still play. A lot, lot of games. A lot of games to go into it, and, and that's why we lost money today. You know why we lost money today? Why did we lose money today? Because we like too many games! Too many games! Too many games. Uh, there's so many games, and we didn't do very well today, but that's okay because we're going to bounce back. It's been our first losing day in a long time. Um, but we've actually not really sure. There's a lot of uh, games that have happened today to where we are unsure of the outcome because there's still late-night games being played as we speak. It is, uh, by the way, guys, we are recording this on March 11th on a Thursday at 9:25 p.m. Yes, and out here on the West Coast, you still got a few of the games going that we have money on, so we got to see what happens there. But nonetheless, I want to dig in to this Big Ten tournament um, and what's been happening these last couple of days. Um, most importantly, today, uh, some great games across the league. Um, the quarterfinals for tomorrow are set. We will go through those games, but today's action: Maryland defeated Michigan State. 68-57, that's the 8-9 matchup. So Maryland's going to move on to tomorrow and play Michigan yep. bright and early. Um, Michigan State actually gave a little scare to Maryland. You know, they've been playing real well in yeah. the last few games. Yeah. They uh, upset Michigan the other day. And yeah. uh, we're looking at a another great game tomorrow with Maryland playing Michigan. Yeah, so Maryland will take on Michigan tomorrow. Two teams, Michigan State and Maryland, that really needed this game. Mark Turgeon's club really, really got it done here. That Now they get the opportunity to take on Michigan tomorrow morning. We've got um, Ohio State uh, closer than a lot of people thought. Absolutely. Ohio State had a 12-point lead at the half. Minnesota hung in there in the second half. And Ohio State defeats Minnesota 79-75. And the number five seed, Ohio State, now moves on to tomorrow to play Purdue. Yeah, you know what, actually, a lot of it, this uh, tournament has shown, too, and all throughout the season, due to COVID, Baron, we have seen a lot of these teams, back-to-back games. It's been a tiring season, tiring games. A lot of these teams, because for no traveling and everything, yeah. you'll see one team blow out the other team. The next night, they will come back and actually lose the game outright or mm-hmm. extremely close. 
Um, if everybody has been watching that, that's exactly what's been happening. And this is why a lot of these teams have been very close this this uh, conference tournament time. Yeah, a lot of dogs today came out large. Uh, one dog that didn't was Indiana Rutgers in the 7-10 game. Rutgers defeated Indiana 61-50, to stifling defense by the Scarlet Knights. Um, they move on, and they'll take on Illinois tomorrow. And the last game of the evening was an absolute barn burner between Penn State and Wisconsin. One that I actually was really liking was Penn State getting the points. Uh, five and a half is when it went off at Wisconsin. Squeaks by 75-74 to set up another rematch against Iowa, who they played against on Sunday in a, in a great game. Iowa pulled away late in that one in Luca Garza's senior night. That is going to be our rematch for tomorrow. So in the quarterfinals boogie, only two of these games have lines. Michigan's laying eight to Maryland and Ohio State's laying one and a half to Purdue. The other two games don't have lines, but we can still at least give an idea of what how we think the games are going to go. Do yeah. you like any of those two oh, first you know, two games? You know I do. I think Jawan Howard's going to have this team ready to go with Michigan. Uh, they have beaten Maryland, I believe, both times this year. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, with Michigan only losing twice this season, yeah. Michigan laying eight and a half right now. Um, I'm leaning towards another great game for Michigan to come back and show this uh, conference who the big dog is in this conference. I see them winning by a double digit score. Jawan Howard is going to have his team ready to go. I'm with you there. I like Michigan covering the eight as well. First thing in the morning, 8.30 a.m. Pacific time tip off. Low total in this one, 133. Look for a defensive game here. Michigan, I think, shuts those boys down, and I agree with you, a double-digit win. When it comes to the next game, I'm leaning Ohio State here. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but um, when a team is playing their second conference tournament game against a team playing their first, so far this March Madness they are five and three straight up, and also six and uh, six and one against the spread, or six and two against the spread, rather. So, a lot of it with you know you got Purdue coming out maybe a little cold. They're right. saying it's rest. Ohio State kind of got their feet wet today. Right. Yep. With that being said, I still think Ohio State has a better team than Purdue does. I'll take Ohio State. Right now they're minus one and a half. I'll go money line. I'll lay the dollar twenty, dollar twenty-five. That sounds like something I would actually agree with, Baron and uh, Ohio State Buckeyes to move on over Purdue. I agree hundred percent. So now we know that much. Rutgers, Illinois, Wisconsin, Iowa. Um, I think these could be two potential really good games. Not really sure what the lines are going to be. You know how tricky Vegas is, but if you were to put a gun to my head, I would say that Illinois and Iowa will move on and face each other in the semifinals. I have to agree there. Illinois is actually fighting for a number one seed right now in the overall March Madness tournament. Yes. Uh, and I think that they get through to Rutgers. I believe they will probably move on to the uh, Big Ten championship game as well. I'm very excited for that. Iowa-Wisconsin. Iowa, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Again, uh, I think a lot of this has to do with the health of uh, Joe Wiscamp with uh, Iowa. Uh, yeah. Iowa actually was my best bet on Sunday over Wisconsin, and uh, got Wiscamp got hurt. And at that point, Iowa was actually up 10, yeah. and they kind of fell apart, came back to beat Wisconsin uh, with the uh, almost covered, actually, with that. I believe they, they wound up winning by about, what was it, about four? Yeah, they, they won by four, four lane six. six. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm going to lean towards Iowa as well, moving on over Wisconsin. 
I agree. Iowa is number five in the country as well. Another team may be battling for a number one seed, depending on how that works, if they both win. And then Illinois, Iowa, number three versus number five overall in the country. The Big Ten obviously loaded this year. So that is going to be the quarterfinals for tomorrow. Um, Semifinals will be played on Saturday, which we will preview those on Saturday morning uh, prior to all those games beginning. So Big Ten tournament up and running quarterfinals tomorrow all day. It's exciting. Very exciting. Um, The American uh, Athletic Conference is also underway. They started today. Um, South Florida beat Temple, Tulane beat Tulsa, UCF beat East Carolina. Really no surprises. Tulane was a dog winner and South Florida was a dog winner. I mean, this was the, you know, this was the first round. So, but I don't see any of these t- winners actually going any further. No, I do not. Um, not at all. UCF actually is going to be playing a tough Memphis team tomorrow. There's no line. I don't think they're going to get by them. Great defense on that Memphis team, as yeah. I called on Sunday, uh, given, given Houston. 10, plus 10. Yeah, given Houston. Lost tough. on a heartbreaker buzzer beater. Man, that was a great game, though, to see. Back-to-back threes at the end. Houston pulls it out with almost a half quarter to win the game outright. Yep, I agree 100%. That was a that was a good game, good pick on your part, Memphis uh plus the 10. Yes. And the other three matchups there are lines uh 9 a.m. South Florida and Wichita State, the 8-1 matchup. And then number 5 Cincy and number 4 SMU, and then number 10 Tulane, number 2 Houston. Houston laying 17 and a half. I can already get Ooh. a feeling. Oh, I think so. I think you're liking the Cougars here, Humboldt. It's been my cover spread all year long. We're going with Houston minus a 17 and a half. Lay the points. I'd like to lay the points with Houston. I'd like to also lay the points with Wichita State. Oh, I like that too. Against South Florida. Um, I was surprised South Florida beat Temple today. I was actually on the other side. Uh, I will fade South Florida. They they have a inability to put the ball in the basket consistently, and Wichita State's actually pretty darn good, Yes, uh, being that they are the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like Wichita to look, cover that nine. And then the other game, I'll take the dog. I'll take Cincy catching six against SMU. Um, I think that'll be a competitive game, one of them down-to-the-wire type games. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty close there. I like uh, exactly what you said. I like the Bearcats plus the six. We'll see how those games shake out as the semifinals also will be on Saturday, and we will talk about the American Athletic Association um Semi-final Saturday morning before all the games start, like we said. We're moving on to the SEC. I'm a sad panda today, Boogs, no, I'm sorry to hear. my Kentucky Wildcats. I know. Down 14 and a half. Valiant effort to come back. Uh, their season is over. 9 and 16. Worst record in Calipari's tenure. But enough about them. Mississippi State does move on as the 9 seed to take on number one Alabama tomorrow. Florida gets by Scotty Pippen Jr., who has been balling for Vandy. He has. Florida was on them laying seven. They won by six. I kind of got killed on that, but that's okay. Florida 69, Vanderbilt 63, setting up a number five Florida, number four Tennessee quarterfinal matchup. That's a great matchup right there. It is. They played really well. Uh, They split the regular season series, so Mm -hmm. I'm very excited to see that game tomorrow. Missouri and Georgia, great game again, 73-70. Missouri now advances to take on Arkansas in the 2-7 game. And rounding out the last second-round matchup here, Ole Miss defeats South Carolina. Ole Miss uh, on the next four outlines, so every game it must win as they're trying to creep into that tournament. Ole Miss takes care of business against South Carolina, winning 76-59. And now the quarterfinals in the SEC are set. 
Three of the games have lines, one don't. The only game without a line is going to be the late game of Ole Miss and LSU. I can see LSU being a small favorite here, and I think with Ole Miss having a lot to play for, I think Ole Miss gives them everything they want more. Yeah, I think Ole Miss will actually be right there in the game with LSU. We'll have to see how they come out. They'll actually be the later game, actually the last game of the last night. Last game, yeah. So they'll have some rest. Um, I think they will give LSU a little bit of trouble there. Yeah, I can see LSU being a three, four, five point favorite. And if I can catch some points with Ole Miss, that wouldn't be a, a bad upset pick or at least take the points there is, is kind of what I'm thinking. Got to agree with you there. Depending on the line, got to read the line, obviously, once it comes out. But nonetheless, the, the other three matchups do have lines. Um, Alabama's laying eight and a half to Mississippi State. Tennessee's laying three to Florida. And Arkansas's laying three to Missouri. Um, you see anything worth of value here, bro? Oh uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm actually leaning towards Arkansas out of those la- uh, those three matchups right there I with agree. lines on them. I, I like Arkansas laying the three. Me too. This squad looks real good. Probably an over in this game as well. Yeah, uh, but definitely they score. I definitely like Arkansas lay the three. I definitely like Arkansas lay the three. I like Alabama laying the eight as well. Um, I think Alabama rolls Mississippi State. Hard fought win for Mississippi State today. Alabama is. I don't know if you guys out there haven't seen them play. They can score with Shoot the best of the them. the lights out. I agree. Yeah, they might run them out of the gym. The Florida-Tennessee matchup is very enticing given very the fact that they split. Tennessee just beat them on Sunday. Yep. Now they're playing again. The line's three. Similar thing happened today with Oklahoma State and West Virginia. Oh, um, I loved which, Oklahoma State today. Yeah, which we will touch on in a little bit. But nonetheless, if I mean, if gun to my head here, honestly, I'd probably take the Gators getting the points and just hope that it's a real good game. Tennessee is is pretty damn good, though. Yeah, Tennessee's real good, and they're going to be playing well. They're in Nashville as well, so that's yeah. going to be also possibly a little bit of a home court cook in there. Yeah. Um, even though there's not that many fans, I believe they do have fans there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you will have a little bit of a, a rest. Yes, very true. SEC quarterfinals tomorrow all day on ESPN and the SEC Network. Semifinals, again, going to be on Saturday with the championship game on Sunday. One of five championship games on Sunday that we will talk about and sit back and watch until Selection Sunday happens. Now, as we move on, Boogie, we're going on to Conference USA. So Conference USA, very interesting how... All of this has been shaking out. Crazy. So, um, today, Western Kentucky, uh, the East number one seed, beat UTSA 80-67 to to move on to the semifinals tomorrow. UAB 73-60 over Rice. So Western Kentucky will play UAB in a heck of a matchup. Louisiana Tech defeated Florida Atlantic 75-69. And North Texas defeated Old Dominion 61-55 to set up our semifinals tomorrow. These games are at 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. on CBS Sports Network down in Frisco, Texas. UAB versus Western Kentucky. North Texas versus Louisiana Tech. No lines on this game. What do you think? What? Who's going to be playing Saturday for the Conference USA Hardware? It's a little bit of a shocker. We don't have lines yet on overnights at this at this time of the night. But, I know. You know, I'm leaning towards a UAB, and uh, I'm going to go with La Tech. Wow. Yes. Okay. Well, drink bet. I'll go complete opposite. Okay. I'll go Western Kentucky, North Texas. Okay. So we'll see how that pans out. Um, drink bet. So drink I got drinks tonight, but tomorrow night we'll see how that goes. We'll Love it. Look back at this. 9 a.m. is the UAB Western Kentucky game. 12 p.m. is North Texas Louisiana Tech. And those games can be seen on CBS Sports Network. Can't wait for those strong islands. Oh, I can't wait. Hey, we got about 20 more minutes. Let's go. Uh, we got some action, boogie. Little action, little well, action. Uh, 
Big shout out to to your boy, uh, uh, yeah. Coach, Coach Sandy. Tough L today against Ohio, um, 85-63. Ohio moves on. Uh, so does Toledo in a wonderful game. Yeah, ninety-one um, eighty-nine over Ball State in overtime, setting up number one Toledo against number five Ohio in the semis. Yeah, I was quite shocked with Kent State losing as as they did. Uh, I think Coach Cindy did a great job with that team this year. Uh, it just ran into a little bit of a uh, little bit more uh, offense. Couldn't couldn't stop Ohio and uh, just ran out of gas. I think. Yeah, ran out of gas there towards the end. Twenty uh, two point loss. Ohio now to play Toledo, and which should be a great game. Um, the bottom half of that bracket: number two Buffalo defeats number seven Miami of Ohio, seventy four sixty three. And Akron defeats Bowling Green 74-67, setting up Buffalo and Akron. So the semifinals tomorrow, really good. Toledo laying three and a half to Ohio, Buffalo laying three to Akron. I mean, how you see these panning out? I mean, I got to just go with the faves here. I mean, Toledo has been playing real well all year long. Ohio actually just, I believe, somehow just got rid of Kent State. Uh, Played real well today. I think they played a little over their heads. And um, so I'm leaning towards Toledo. Buffalo, I've been watching this Buffalo team all season long. Buffalo actually has got some nice scores on that team. I think they average close to 80 points a game. I'm leaning towards Buffalo over Akron. Buffalo to take on Toledo in the finals Saturday, March the 13th. I got no feels on this one, guys, so you go ahead and roll a boogie on this. Buffalo and Toledo in the Maction semifinals. And they will take on each other in the finals on Saturday, March the 13th, per boogie. Get to the window immediately. That's your that's your conference, though, so I trust you. So I'm probably, you. Just, I'm probably just going to roll with you on that. Just roll no with what. boogie. We've had some crazy surprises up at Madison Square Garden in at these the last garden. few days. Bro. What is going on out there in New York? All right, so on Wednesday, Georgetown, Butler, and DePaul all won as underdogs. And then we start the day off with Georgetown. Shout out to Pat Ewing. Pat Ewing. And um, most people don't even know he was. I don't know if you heard about that. Pat Ewing's walking through Madison Square Garden, getting checked by security. And he's like, is this Madison Square Garden? Right. You see my name up there? MSG, baby. Georgetown and head coach Pat Ewing. Huge shout out to him with the way he's done, uh, the job he's done with those kids. Getting the eight seed upset over Villanova, 72-71 to move on to the Big East semifinals to take on Seton Hall, who defeated St. John 77-69 in overtime. Who would have ever thought we'd be saying Georgetown and Seton Hall in the Big East semi? It's crazy. You know, uh, Villanova actually has got a little bit of problems right now with uh, Gillespie out. Uh, he has been, uh, I believe, uh, out for the season. And you have Georgetown now upsetting Villanova. Nova has not played well since Gillespie got hurt last week. Uh, I think that uh, Creighton's crazy uh, demolishment of Butler yeah. uh, is going to be something to see. I think this is actually Creighton's uh, conference tournament to lose now. Yeah, you got the other the other matchup at the semis is going to be Creighton and UConn. Creighton with a 31-point win against Butler and UConn with a 34-point win against DePaul. Scoring. Crazy. Setting up that. No lines on there. Uh, Creighton's a good team. This Creighton-UConn game is going to be a banger. I like Creighton to win the game, but if if I if I can get a few points with UConn, I'll probably take UConn getting the points. I think they do have the talent to upset Creighton. They've um, already beaten them. In my opinion, the winner of – that's what I'm saying. I think the winner of this game wins the conference tournament, but you can never count out Georgetown and Seton Hall up there. I mean, they need to win. So 
Georgetown and Seton Hall, that could be quite a, a it could be a bid stealer. It situation. could be a bid stealer. Um, neither of them teams are in the field right now, and I can tell you with a win, Seton Hall is closer than Georgetown is, obviously. But I can tell you with whoever wins that that uh semi tomorrow, a huge opportunity to to solidify their their spot in the field and get another Big East team in there and steal a bid probably from a lot of these bubble teams that are out there. You never know. You yeah. never know, but uh, you got a UConn and Creighton team that's actually real strong. Yeah. Um, I think they can both make runs. In the absolutely. I think so. And UConn's very surprising this year. Um, you know, not not just in the conference, but out of the conference, I definitely see them as a, a potential sweet 16 if they can catch a little break here or there. I agree 100%. The semifinals of the Big East Tournament in Madison Square Garden, 3 p.m. is Georgetown Seton Hall on FS1. 6 p.m. is UConn Creighton on FS1. And as always, the finals will take place on Saturday evening. We will have a Big East champion crowned at Madison Square Garden. Amazing stuff there. As we go on, books to the ACC Tournament down in Greensboro, mostly all chalk. Um, obviously, we caught the news earlier this morning that the Duke game was going to get postponed. Dukies, what's going on there? Uh, COVID, their AD actually called, uh, pulled the plug on the season. So Duke, no matter what, will not play another game for the rest of the year. Florida State is the beneficiary of that as Florida State becomes the first team in ACC tournament history to get a triple bye. Triple bye. Florida State, the two seed, gets a triple bye into the semifinals tomorrow, and they take on your red-hot Tar Heels who dismantled Notre Dame yesterday, yes, 101-59, and then defeated Virginia Tech, 81-73. That team is starting to score and get on a roll. Setting up Florida State against North Carolina. It's a one banger semi- right there. Amazing game, amazing mm. game. One semifinal, Florida State, North Carolina. Virginia, buzzer beater against Syracuse. You thought Syracuse had them on the ropes? Mm-hmm. We were thinking the top half of this bracket was going to be opposite of chalk as Miami also had Georgia Tech on the ropes. Yep. Georgia Tech squeaks it out in the end. Virginia hits the buzzer beater. Chalk prevails. Virginia, number one, against number four, Georgia Tech. Number two, Florida State, against number six, North Carolina, tomorrow. Those games can be seen. 3.30 is Georgia Tech-Virginia on ESPN2. 6 o'clock is North Carolina-Florida State on ESPN. There's no line for North Carolina-Florida State, but I got to tell you, I got to roll with the heels. I think it's going to be a small line, small favorite probably for Florida State. Got to roll with your Tar Heels, man. They're hot. They're pounding Garrison Brooks inside. Roy Williams, Hall of Fame coach. Kessler, Bacot. Yeah. He got them all playing real well right now. I'm looking forward to seeing how this team can come about. Uh, they have been so up and down all year, but of course it's March and it is time for Tar Heel winning streaks to come back again. We're so looking too. forward to seeing another Roy Williams and his team win again. Yeah, I think North Carolina is going to get to the ACC finals. Um, this Virginia Georgia Tech's kind of tricky. Interesting, tight game, split in the regular season, low over under at one twenty eight and a half. Makes me think it's going to be a defensive battle. Tough to call. Gun to my head. Give me Virginia laying four. I'll take Virginia as well. Lay the four. I think they take care of business and show why they are the number one seed. And then Virginia, North Carolina to meet Saturday evening for the ACC crown. We move on now, Boogie, to the Big 12. Um, I told you I was a side panda today. West Virginia lost 72-69 to Oklahoma State. As you said, you liked Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State was cleared by the NCAA to play in March Madness, by the way, earlier this week. 
They were going back and forth with the NCAA over some violations. They appealed. They won. So we will see the best player in the country, Cade Cunningham, in March Madness as Oklahoma State is on a tear when it comes to against the spread and a winning streak. They move on, and they will play Baylor, who actually got everything they want more out of Kansas State today. They sure did, man. I was looking forward to seeing them blow out this Kansas State team like they did earlier in the season. Oklahoma State, what a team. They are playing right now, hot as can be, probably one of the hottest cover teams out there over the last couple of weeks. Um, I absolutely love them today. Uh, Baylor, again, like I said, laying the 20 earlier today. Uh, that that was what I liked. Uh, but like I said, K-State played real tough. Um, Baylor laying nine today. I got to lean towards taking Oklahoma State. Uh, again, the tomorrow, catching yeah. the nine. They covered last week against Baylor. And uh, looking forward to seeing them uh, keep another game close. Yeah, I, I, I can see Oklahoma State covering that nine for sure in that first semifinal. You actually did well in the Big 12 today. Three and one, you were on Texas. Texas won 67-66. Yep, love Texas. Also on Kansas. Land All over three. Kansas Jayhawks. 69-62 over Oklahoma. There's no line there yet either. Kansas-Texas should be a good game, but Kansas is another one of those hot teams. I look forward to Kansas and Baylor meeting in the Big 12 Finals on Saturday. Yeah, I can see that, definitely. Uh, again, and if and if that is another one, I see Kansas beating Baylor again. I think that that wow. has the, the way the Jayhawks are playing right now. I think that they're hot. I think this March time is, is uh, a time when the Jayhawks will always play well. Uh, they got a scare against UTEP. I think that woke them up. And I think that they can play real well again and get to at least a Sweet 16 uh, when we come into the, the tournament next week. I can see it. I can see it 100%. Um, as we move on to a few smaller conferences here, the Big Sky is going on right now. The quarterfinals were today. The number one seed, Southern Utah, beats Northern Colorado, 91-83, to get the semifinals to take on a team that I like today, Montana State, yeah. 71-63. They move on. They'll play Southern Utah. Eastern Washington takes care of Northern Arizona, 66-60. They'll take on the winner of Montana and Weber State. What's the score in that game? Montana's up 76-72 with a minute and 17 seconds left in the second. We'll see how that pans out. They get Eastern Washington in the other semifinal. Um I like Eastern Washington no matter what, but uh, the Southern Utah-Montana State matchup. Southern Utah was laying seven today and one by eight. I'm going to take Montana State catching seven against Southern Utah tomorrow. I'm right um, there with you with Montana State. Yeah, let's let's take them plus the seven. I think Southern Utah probably wins, but Montana State, I was impressed with them today. I think they hang in there. Keeping it close. I like Eastern Washington as well. They're one of the better teams out there uh, small school-wise. Um, also, Boogie, we move on to the WAC, which is taking place. The WAC's in Vegas, right? Yeah, it's here in Vegas, actually, playing at the Orleans Arena here yeah. locally. Uh, we got Seattle against Grand Canyon. Yes. And New Mexico State winner uh, with UTRGV yeah. against Utah Valley. Yeah, so New Mexico State is up 71-48 against uh, Texas Rio Grande Valley with five minutes to go in a second. So we will advance I New Mexico State. I think you can State. call them the winner. Yes, and then I like New Mexico State to actually beat Utah Valley as well. Um, and I like Grand Canyon minus seven against Seattle. That should be a good game. Grand Canyon's been tough all year, though. So I will roll Grand Canyon against New Mexico State in the final. I like that, too. Actually, you know, Grand Canyon actually schedules, if anyone's really paying attention, especially November, December, Grand Canyon's always scheduling big-time games against the bigger Power 5 teams. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 
at least they get in. They may not win. They may not even keep the game close, but they are they're playing tougher opponents than a lot of these other smaller schools are in this in this league. Um, I like Grand Canyon as well. I agree 100%. We'll see how that all pans out down there in the WAC. Uh, we're staying West Coast for the remainder of the program. West Coast? Um, there is. We might venture out to one other conference East Coast-wise, but staying West Coast with it. The Pac-12, obviously it's going on still right now. Cal and Colorado just tipped off about 20 minutes ago. Oh, God. What time is it on the East Coast right now? Uh, it's almost 1 a.m. So it's 9.50 West Coast, um, 1.50 a.m. East or 12.50 a.m. East Coast right now. California 12 to 8 right now, about midway through the first half. That game can actually be seen on ESPN as we speak. Catch the uh, second half. Yeah, go get Colorado second half if they're down because I like them the wax cloud. But anyways, um, earlier today, a double overtime thriller as USC beat Utah 91-85. Another overtime game as Oregon State Comes back from a 10-point half, uh, halftime de- deficit Crazy. to beat UCLA, 83-79. Oregon, a blowout winner today, 91-73. I swear, man, Dana Altman always has this Oregon team playing fantastic this in the Oregon, month of Mar- absolutely. March. Absolutely. Oregon is just on fire all yeah, the time. I mean, and with that being said, they're laying nine to Oregon State, and I like them. Yeah, I like Oregon, actually. This is an in-state rival game. But Oregon should take care of business over that team. Uh, And, of course, obviously it's here in Vegas. Yep. And then, like we said, USC will get the winner of Colorado and Cal, um, which I would imagine would be Colorado if I were to, you know, have a gun to my head. So, either way, USC, I think, good enough to speak by. But Colorado's got a good team. If they face that Colorado team, look for some fireworks. Yeah, Colorado actually earlier in the year already beat USC. I know because I had USC. Right, there you go. It's easy to remember the losers, isn't it? I'm just going to throw it out there that Oregon wins the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah, you know, actually, I don't know. I mean, Oregon's always tough. I think I might might lean towards Oregon. If USC can get by Colorado, though, I like USC. We shall see. I think it's between those three for sure for the auto bid. And uh, I think all three of those teams as well are all safe to get into March Madness as well. I agree with you on that. Um, Big West Tournament. UC Davis with a big win earlier today against Cal State Bakersfield in that 4-5 game. And uh, UCSB defeated Long Beach State. 95-87 95-87 to set up a UC Santa Barbara-UC Davis matchup. Crazy. UC Irvine defeated Cal Poly earlier today, so they also will move on to the semifinals. And breaking news, UC Riverside defeats Hawaii 62-52. Okay. So our semifinals are set, and every single name uh, begins with UC. UC California. We have UC Santa Barbara versus UC Davis, and then we have UC Irvine versus UC Riverside. No no line for Irvine and Riverside. However, I like Riverside getting however many points. Um, UC Santa Barbara, UC Davis, that's tough. UCSB, 20-4, and four, though, this year, the number one seed. You impressive. laying in that chalk? Impressive. Actually, UCSB has been real impressive this year. Uh, you know, honestly, I think I could go with laying that chalk. The way they are playing in their division, I mean, you're looking at a great uh, Gauchos team this year I that I think can actually win this conference tournament. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing them play in the finals. Yeah, I agree. I think they can win this conference and maybe even win a game, depending on the matchup. The very talented team. If you guys haven't stayed up late to watch them, you can watch them tomorrow night, 6 o'clock ESPN 3. Um, 
I mean, darn, the other one tips off at midnight Eastern time. Right? It's so, like back in the days when I used to be there out there in New York watching those big West games. Yeah, late night, man, the late night. Big um, Monday UNLV game. That's it, man. That's it. Um, the late night Mountain West uh, is actually still going on as well. As we speak, as Colorado State has a seven-point lead with about 15 minutes to go over Fresno State. Winner of that game will take on Utah State, who dismantled UNLV earlier this afternoon. 74-53, the number two seed Utah State Aggies squarely on the bubble. Much-needed blowout win to move on to take on the Colorado State Fresno winner. San Diego State got everything they wanted and more as a 15.5-point favorite against Wyoming. San Diego State squeaks by by three. They were down late, too. They were down late. They squeaked by as a number one overall seed. Much needed as they take on Nevada, who shocked Boise. Boise, a heartbreaking loss for those guys. They are squarely on the bubble, and losing to Nevada is not going to get it done. Boise might have just gotten knocked out of March Madness with that loss. San Diego State's now going to lay eight and a half against Nevada. Utah State, as we know, there's no matchup there yet, but I got to say, Boog, with this San Diego State-Nevada matchup, the way Nevada plays against Boise, I like Nevada getting those points, man. I I like them. I I like them. I think it's going to be a competitive game. Um, Nevada's no stranger to the madness of March. You know, remember that Elite Eight team? That's right. They made that run. And And anyone that's not familiar with Nevada, it's actually formerly known as Reno. Yeah, that's Nevada-Reno, correct. Um, They made that run in March Madness a few years back. Um, losing to Loyola Chicago in the Elite Eight matchup in a great game. And um, they're used to being in this spot. And if you're going to give me a bunch of points, I like them to be competitive. Um, San Diego State, obviously, it's a contrast of styles. And San Diego State plays a much, much slower pace. But I, I, I like it, though. I, I think Nevada would, is a really, really good choice getting all those points tomorrow. 6.30 CBS Sports Network. Um, followed uh, Next game to follow, Utah State versus the winner of Fresno State and Colorado State. Yeah, I actually like Nevada. I'm going to lean towards Utah State, too. Regardless. Regardless. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think they're going to play real well against either Colorado State or Fresno State. I can't can't disagree more. Um, we have Rick Patino in a conference tournament semifinal for the first time in years and years. As you know, he coaches Iona. Yes. They play Niagara. Not sure what the line's going to be, but I like Rick Patino to win this game and get to the darn championship game, I'll tell you that much. March Madness has always got a great Patino story, and uh, I look forward to seeing Iona move on to another win for uh, Rick Patino. Yeah, they knocked off Siena. Um, a couple days back, uh, which was really crazy. Niagara won today against Marist. And uh, Fairfield has been a little bit of a Cinderella. A little bit, a little bit there. Winning in overtime against Manhattan, then blowing out the number two seed Monmouth. Now they get the number three seed St. Peter's. Nine and 16. I mean, is St. Peter's going to finally, you know, throw away Cinderella Slipper? You think Fairfield gets to the finals? No, I got to go with St. Pete there on that one. Me too. I think Fairfield is kind of done there. I'm gonna my prediction: uh, St. Pete against Iona, and uh, Rick Pitino gets back to madness. Absolutely, I look forward to seeing that as well. And Iona's the nine seed, so they would have to win four games in the not four days because they they alternate days in this tournament, but still four straight wins. Pretty impressive, unbelievable job by Rick Pitino and the Iona Gales, who can really shoot it, um, and obviously very well coached as well. Now, Boogie, yes, sir. We have the last, I believe. Two or three matchups here. We'll make it quick. The SWAC, the Southwestern Athletic Conference semifinals tomorrow. These games can be seen at noon 
and 630, that's really separated. Same oh, yeah. arena. Go watch a game and go play a round of golf and then come back Crazy. and watch the other game. But nonetheless, Texas Southern, who is the three seed, taking on Jackson State, the two seed. Texas Southern's laying two and a half. Grambling just finished up. They will take on Prairie View A&M. No line there, but I can tell you I like Prairie View A&M to beat Grambling. Prairie View A&M, if you didn't know, is 13-0 in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. And you know what? That is something I did not know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we never talk about the Southwestern Athletic Conference. We never talk about that, but that's a great fact. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Texas Southern move on. And, uh, uh, hey, man, I'm not going to go against an undefeated team here, so I'm going to go with Prairie View right there. Me neither. Slight disagreement there. Like Jackson State to beat Texas Southern but lose to Prairie View. But we are in agreement that Prairie View will cut down the nets and get that automatic bid and win the Southwestern Athletic Conference. I, like you said, cannot go against a team that has not lost a conference game this entire year. Um, I don't look forward to seeing them losing uh, no. one of these next couple of games either. The MEAC, interesting story that we found out earlier is Norfolk State yes. was awarded a trip to the championship Why game. Why is that? COVID, baby. COVID. COVID again. North Carolina A&T, uh, uncontested game. COVID cases within the program. North Carolina A&T, season's over, similar to Duke. Norfolk State moves into the finals now to take on the winner of Morgan State and Coppin State. Morgan State is a four-point favorite tomorrow against Coppin State, which is crazy because they're the three and Coppin State's the one. However, Morgan State a better overall record. This game is going to be a coin flip. If you're asking me, I had a friend back in the day that went to Coppin State and played ball, so I'll take Coppin State getting four. Oh, are we going to do that? All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to go with you then with Coppin State. Coppin State plus the four. Norfolk State is actually hosting the tournament. I think Norfolk State, given the bye, I think Norfolk State wins the MEAC. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Norfolk State moving on, and they will actually represent the uh, MEAC there. Norfolk State, very familiar place. Maybe when they beat Missouri all the years ago as a 15 seed. I remember that. I remember that. Unbelievable stuff there. Our last conference tournament, we have to talk about Boogie, is the, the Southland. Southland. Southland, we are in the money on the Southland. At 3 o'clock and 6 o'clock tomorrow, ESPN Plus down in Katy's, Texas at the Leonard E. Merrill Center. Here you go. Number 6, Lamar in the night game taken on Abilene Christian. And then number four, Northwestern State, taking on number one, Nichols. Nichols is 17-6, and 14-2 in the Southland, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, and I like him to cover. Actually, that is something that I was absolutely going to say. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Nichols State laid a seven-and-a-half over Northwestern State. Mm-hmm. And uh, who, who we got in the Abilene Lamar game? Abilene and Lamar. I don't know what the line's going to be, but if you're going to ask me, Abilene Christian is twenty-one and four. Oh, I'm going with Abilene. I'm going Abilene. I, lay them. Lay the points. Lay the points. Don't care. Don't care how many you're laying. They're going to kill them. Absolutely. That's my opinion. Lamar upset Sam Houston State. They're going to run out of gas. It's going to get ugly. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the finals. And uh, moving on next week, but we got to get through this weekend first. Aaron. We do. We really do. And and Boogie, this has been one of the, the more fun episodes that, that we have had going through all these games. Um, I like too many games! I like too many games! We like too many games, so we're going to try to narrow it down to our best bet, Boogie. Yeah, best bets actually are what? great. I love them. What I've been like? loving them all year. Yep. Uh, who are we picking today uh, as our best bet for tomorrow? What do you think? I mean, I'll give you – I, I kind of know where you're going. I think you're going to go one of two ways. Um, the two familiar faces that you bet, I'll give mine out first. 
Um, looking through all these games, I literally, man, it's it's tough, but I gotta go. Man, a lot of games. Look at the games. We're only picking one. I, I'm gonna take Ohio State on the money line to beat Purdue. And right now it's minus one, minus one twenty. Um, I think action's gonna come in on Ohio State, and it's gonna that line's gonna go up. So I'm gonna jump on it tonight before it goes up at all. I'm gonna take Ohio State on the money line. You know what we say about Purdue. Ohio State, right? LFG, LFG, OSU, baby. Let's We're getting go. Mexican, not pizza. That's right. That's right. That, I got. I got to give it out. That's what I feel most strongly with at this point in time. That game's at 11 o'clock on the Big Ten Network. Ohio State money line to beat Purdue and move on to the Big Ten semis. Okay. All right. Well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Who has been Boogie's best bet of the year all year long? The Houston Cougars and a little sprinkle of the Michigan Wolverines. All right. So tomorrow, Boogie's blockbuster, best bet of the day. We're going to go to the American Athletic Conference quarterfinals in Fort Worth, Texas. Yes, sir. It's a 4 o'clock game, ESPNU. The Houston Cougars lay the 17 and a half. Over Tulane, they had a tough game against Memphis. Memphis has actually got a great defense. I am looking forward to seeing them bounce back tomorrow. Houston all over in their great offense. They're going to shut down Tulane. They'll be winning by 20-plus points. Take it to the bank. Go cash those tickets and run to the window and go take Houston, lay the 17-and-a-half. Houston land 17 and a half. They probably went by 40. I like Ohio State to win tomorrow morning as well. Just so everybody knows, too, with this Houston Cougars team, as they um, as they take on Tulane, that game can be seen at 4 p.m. Pacific on ESPNU at the uh, Dickies Arena in Fort Worth, Texas. Houston lay the 17 and a half. Cannot wait, baby. Ohio State on the money line. March Madness is here. Couldn't be happier. We will talk to all you guys Saturday morning to preview the semifinals and finals that will be going on that day. Couldn't be more happy. Happy March Madness. Happy Benning. We have one more week until Degenerates Eve. I can't wait to get the text from all my boys out there the night before the tournament starts. We got one more week till March Madness, two more days till Selection Sunday. This is episode 34 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Let's go, baby. That's what we're talking about. Best episode yet. Baron out. Boogie out.